0: The rap, like, just flowed so well.
1: I would like to hear this read as a Dr. Seuss rhyme. Oh That's how gosh. I want it. <laughs> well,
0: I didn't want to read it like Dr. Seuss, and then people would be like, you guys are a music podcast. <laughs> Hello, and welcome back to your next episode of Educate Your Earbuds. I'm Gerald. And I'm Bonina. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing great. If you haven't listened to our last episode... You
0: need to, because you'll be confused.
1: Because we're going into part two today of the future of music using AI with tools like ChatGPT. And others.
0: Yeah. Did you know that Bing... Is that Bing, the search engine? Mm-hmm. They also made one, and I'm wondering, like, no one uses Bing, so is anyone going to use them? <laughs> <laughs> are,
1: are they, like, trying to swoop in and yeah, take over with yeah. the... Son- huh. But
0: they didn't even come up with the original. Like, dude, if you're going to try to swoop in, you need to be the first one.
1: But, I mean, like, Google wasn't the first search engine.
0: No, but it was a better one.
1: That's true. But, I mean, like, Chrome wasn't the first browser
0: yeah but microsoft explorer who's using that Uh,
1: nowadays no one because they got edge but
0: (laughs) edge is also not good anyways we're not going into that we are going into the future of music so just very quickly recap what we talked about in last week's episode and talk about any other listener feedback that we may have gotten or requests in today's episode
1: yeah so in the First episode, we kind of covered the background of the topic, what is AI music, the history of it, some of the, like, famous examples Mm -hmm. from, like... There's not much of a history to it because it's pretty new. Yeah. Some prime examples of people scamming with it, people posting like songs that people have thought were real people artists
0: that are actually using it like Grimes. yeah
1: our experience with ai music like when we first heard it and how to create ai music mm-hmm. so definitely check out that because that'll give you like a good intro course into what we're covering today which is going to be some of the more open-ended questions about ai yeah like ethical questions legal questions stuff some of what y'all wanted to know and like listener feedback versus like how the industry is handling Mm -hmm. it or where the industry's going
0: i guess before we get into that i did remember one of our listeners had an interesting comment Mm -hmm. so this listener was talking about they believe that michael jackson's potential like ai generated music is going to be more difficult to replicate than for example some other artists because they claim that and i guess i hadn't really thought about that but michael jackson uses like a, I guess very different tonalities in different songs mm-hmm. so like think about him in thriller versus maybe like man in the mirror or yeah and so they were posing the question on like are some artists going to be more easy to, I guess, replicate in AI-generated music versus others? And I just thought that was an interesting comment because I hadn't really thought about it in that sense of, like, artists that, for example, people that do... I, I would say Post Malone is a good example of this, that sometimes he'll do rap, sometimes, like, recently he came out with, like, a kind of alternative song, and mm-hmm. so is that going to be harder for AI people that are trying to, like, copy... Their music in that style just because they're not like consistently being you know the same like tone or same type of music
1: yeah does that make sense no definitely i mean i have some thoughts on it too like i would say yes there are going to be some people they're going to be harder yeah to recreate again though the more The bigger the, like, catalog of music is out there about a person, the, you know, easier it is going to be to recreate their voice if someone's only released one song or one album versus someone who had, you know, entire music career spanning decades and has songs and albums. They'll have a bigger data set to pull from, maybe make it more accurate. I Mm -hmm. mean, there's going to be some finicking with it, but...
0: yeah. Okay, so let's go into first some of the general questions in regards mm-hmm. to AI-generated music. So the first one I have is how would you compare AI-generated music to music that's made, you know, in the traditional way nowadays with you have a songwriter, the composer, you know, the artist or whatever, their mm-hmm. whole team.
1: To me, like, some of them sound good. but mm-hmm. And you have plenty of people saying, like, oh my gosh, it's ready to take over, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Like, it's the future of music. I think it is going to be a huge tool in the near future. But to me, for every one of those that we know that's like super good and successful, there's probably a like hundred thousands, thousands of, of not so good ones that AI made that we don't even see. That's a good you point. Because you have plenty of people working on these like in their spare time. And, you know, we're not seeing all of them come through.
0: We're just seeing the headline On social ones. media.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: That's a good point. I think yeah, yeah, I'm similar to you that I think I kind of played around with using Chat GPT to make lyrics and it was again, I'm not a singer songwriter. I was just genuinely curious while prepping for this episode. Mm-hmm. And it was not great. It was really cheesy. I don't know if there's like better software or like, you know, people that are actually music producers would be able to manipulate it a lot better. I don't think it's very good right now. But I did go into like the Reddit rabbit hole and I found a really interesting comment by one Redditor. I think this was in like the R slash songwriting Reddit thread. Mm-hmm. But what they said was AI text predictors work because they have synthesized millions of combinations of words so their output can sound passable. But not unique or distinctive. I thought that was like a really good way to summarize it because I totally agree. It sounds like you, you know, it sounds like you said this earlier but when we were prepping for this episode. It sounds like a Dr. Seuss rhyme, uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, it's not very distinct. It's not. It doesn't feel like it has emotion to it. And when I was going through the Reddit thread, that seemed like that was the main gripe by all of these songwriters. Yeah,
1: it's definitely not groundbreaking. I think at the point where it is now, it's a good tool for people who are actually talented musically, lyrically, because right. they can use it as, like, inspiration or a jumping off point if they yeah. want. I mean, I'd, I'd say a lot of people that are famous musicians probably don't even need it, you I- know, because exactly. they can come up with it themselves. But, like, if you have writer's block or something, maybe you can, like, mess around with it to try and get some inspiration. That's kind of how I see AI-generated music now, it's mm-hmm. it's definitely not up to snuff with real songs.
0: Exactly. Okay. In my opinion. So going on to the next question, and we kind of touched on this a little bit with the Michael Jackson thing, but do you think some genres are more likely to be mimicked than others?
1: Yeah, for sure. Why is that? I mean, I think some genres would probably be easier to mimic. Okay. At the certain stage. I also think some will have a... If you're trying to mimic for the sense of like scamming, I think you're gonna target certain genres more too. Hmm. You're gonna target the big money making genres pop, so pop, country, rap, maybe, and rap. Some of those.
0: I think EDM would be the hardest to do because like a lot of EDM or some EDM doesn't even have lyrics. So like it could make like lo fi sounds, but like how is it gonna know when to put in like a big drop or stuff like that i mean it might
1: yeah i mean you got huge catalog of songs to yeah choose from in the edm space i think
0: a lot of people would venture to say that that would be the easiest because it's so computer generated maybe i don't know
1: i don't know either but i guess i don't have a super clear but i i I do think certain genres are going to be targeted more therefore those are going to be mimicked more okay in ai and then i also think some genres will be easier i think there might be some overlap because there's more songs in that space pop gets a bad rap for already being like somewhat repetitive Repetitive, in its nature so i think that might make it easier to reproduce too Mm -hmm. so i'd say pop would be a big target
0: which one do you think would be the most difficult i think jazz
1: i think jazz could be difficult i don't know yeah, I really don't know.
0: I guess that's a that's a TBD. We'll see what the future.
1: I mean, I think rap would be hard to come with come up with good lyrics. Yeah, potentially. I think I it could come up with like really
0: stupid lyrics and like make it somewhat work, but I don't think it would be good.
1: Yeah, some. I mean, some rap songs are kind of repetitive too already like
0: yeah it just it really depends on like what they're kind of going after Mm -hmm. okay next question is AI generated music as meaningful to individuals if they know that the song was created by a bot and does it matter to individuals who wrote a song if the song is considered good by the listener.
1: So we actually talked to a listener about this. And they said no, surprisingly.
0: And I actually, so I read an article, I think it was by the New York Times. They actually interviewed a bunch of high school students asking what their thoughts were on AI-generated music. And it was mixed responses. Some people were saying, no, they don't care. Like As it is now, they don't care who is singing the song as long as they like it. Mm -hmm. So it could be like a big person name like drake or it could be a no name like if i put out a song and if they thought it was good they would listen to it and so they would treat ai generated music the same way
1: yeah i mean in my opinion it's like it's it's kind of similar to ghost writing like a lot mm-hmm. of artists nowadays aren't writing their own songs yeah. like that's just a fact
0: i mean there was a lot of people though that said it would make it less meaningful to them because a lot of the meaning behind music is what the singer-songwriter or like the musician experience and what brought them to make that song and so they feel more connected to the artist when it's like actually them yeah so i don't know
1: it's a mixed bag for sure i think some people definitely are gonna not Mm -hmm. enjoy it others i don't think are gonna like care that much yeah So I don't know. To me, I've talked on this, like with live performances, some people that sing normally do more lip syncing Mm -hmm. and stuff. And I don't like, as long as there's a reason for that and it's like, it's not taking away from the performance, I don't necessarily mind it. So to me, it's just kind of like another tool. In their toolbox. Yeah. I'd say if you're making it with a robot and then passing it off, like, oh my gosh, like, I made this, or I had such a deep meaning. It's the same thing with, like, ghostwriting. No, you know, stay in your lane. Yeah. Take credit where it's due, but don't, like act like you made it when you didn't
0: Agreed. okay so the next question that i had was can using ai help make the music industry more inclusive and if you're not quite sure i again was reading a new york times article and one of the students had a really interesting comment on it so what are your kind of base thoughts
1: I got no idea on that one. Honestly, what do you what do you mean by that exactly?
0: So, I'll I'll tell you what the what the student said, but they basically said artists should be able to use AI sampled instruments in a song if they do not have access to hiring professionals. Thus, through AI, the music industry can be more inclusive for people who lack resources which I thought that was interesting I mean because you're right a lot of people in the music industry I think already come from families that either were in that industry before or like powerful families that they have the means to like go to music school and hire different people and and hire different individuals to kind of help create that music versus someone in a developing third world country might not have those resources but they may have access to a computer and may be able to make music more easily in that sense so so in a sense i do think it can make it more inclusive but at the same time it's all gonna be it could also not make it more inclusive again if you don't have the means to technology like a computer and and some of these mm-hmm. software programs it that- Will not.
1: Yeah. I mean, I I definitely agree with that. I mean, because I think the future of the industry is going to get to a point where like anyone with a computer can probably write a song one day.
0: Mm -hmm. Or with a phone. I mean, some people make... I can't remember who it was, but it was a while ago that I saw on TikTok this one guy that blew up like one of his songs. He made it entirely on his phone. Mm -hmm. So... It's possible. Yeah. Okay. My next last question in the general section is What happens when Spotify or other streaming ser- services create their own AI artists and promote those artists over others in the platform?
1: Is that something that's been happening?
0: Not yet. But I'm just posing the question of what if it does happen?
1: If like a if
0: a streaming service decides, okay, now we don't necessarily need you artists. We're gonna create our own AI generated music, and we're gonna push that more than other musicians.
1: That's a good like conceptual question. I don't know. I mean, I think that's gonna be maybe something
0: that happens.
1: I don't know. I don't know. They'd be
0: stupid not to.
1: They're just gonna try and control the music industry altogether. I don't know, because I think that's way... That's, like, very, like...
0: Black Mirror. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: Apocalypse, Conspiracy Theory stuff coming on, and that's way down the line for something like that to be happening, because if they're... I'm just asking questions. Just asking questions. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. If... Because I I imagine you're going to have like record labels and stuff, people fighting over that, different groups all creating their own AI artists. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of like think of like gorillas. They're like a virtual band. Right. You know, It's kind of like that, but instead of someone actually behind it making the music, you have computers. computers
0: behind it.
1: So I don't know.
0: I stumped you.
1: Yeah, you really did. I had not even thought of that as a concept yet.
0: Okay. I didn't think about this question myself. I also saw it on one of the many articles that I Used to prep for it, so I cannot take credit. So uh, speaking of cannot take credit, let's go into some of the legal questions. So you had a bunch of these.
1: Yeah. So I mean, the first and most prominent one is: it copyright infringement to mimic someone's voice for a song without their permission.
0: I don't know. I'm not a lawyer. We're gonna preface this whole part with we're not lawyers. So I don't know. I would assume yes. Do you know?
1: I think you'd be right. I'll, I'll preface this legal section by saying a lot of these questions are, it depends. But okay. I think the answer to this first one is yes. And I will say I consulted our very good lawyer friend, Legal Eagle, and oh his gosh, YouTube yes. video.
0: He's great. If you guys don't know him. To
1: we'll get some background. Out. Legal Eagle, reach out to us. <laughs> I wish. we'd love to have you on and explain this in better detail than we can. Yeah. But... Yes, if you have a copyright over something, using the music without their permission is infringement on that copyright. And so where the copyright infringement comes in is the scraping of their data. Okay, You know, someone who's creating an AI model is using a backlog of songs to create their thing to mimic that artist's voice okay so they're using all those songs that have copyrights on them against like the permission of the Um, record label the artist whoever to create their model mm -hmm. that's that's kind of where and there's still some gray area in it because supposedly there's like some fair use cases like we're using this in a fair use sense i don't really understand that so much but like there are some arguments. It's it's been similar with artwork. There've yeah. Been some, oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. there's actually some like lawsuits going on right now that are you know may or may not set precedents in one direction or another. Okay. Uh,
0: so they might use because the art space kind of started with this. They might use them as a guinea pig to go into the music industry and
1: exactly and like. The music industry is a lot bigger than the art industry. So the music industry has a lot more money than the art industry. Yeah. So they're going to have a lot more power in controlling the outcome of these in the sense that they're going to have better lawyers. They're going to fight it a lot harder. So I think the music industry is going to have a lot of very hard fought legal battles coming up soon.
0: And they will probably set the precedent.
1: The other main question I had with this is, can you copyright an AI generated song? Do you happen to know anything on this one?
0: Yes, because I actually looked into I guess what it means how you can be an author Mm -hmm. and get the copyright. So authorship means a human author, and the work has to be considered minimally creative or expressive to be considered copyright. So given that it has to be a human author, computers are not humans. Yeah. I mean, some people might think that they are. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no. So I, I don't think that AI generated lyrics can own a copyright.
1: Yeah. So At the moment, no, they cannot. And there have been a few cases that have already like people have tried to copyright AI artwork. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's been shot down. Someone actually was successful in copywriting and an AI generated comic book oh really but the the copyright office didn't realize it was generated by ai at the time huh they're now trying to i guess reject like retroactively reject that and take away the copyright uh... from it because they they now found out that it was like, entirely generated by ai so at the moment no you can't copyright any like ai stuff the the like future questions are really going to be how much when the ai space is considered like minimally creative or how much in- does a human have to have before the copyright's taken away like if they're doing some of it and having AI generate the lyrics but like they're writing the composition Mm -hmm. is that enough or I would assume it is enough it still seems like a lot of work yeah that's the thing though it's like none of that is defined at the moment
0: I would love to have been like a lawyer getting out of college like law school right now because or maybe just starting law school because there's probably now going to be whole programs for like AI law law or litigate AI litigation Sorry, that was the word I was looking for. <laughs> I am not a lawyer, like I oh. said. <laughs> okay, so now let's go into some of the ethical questions. And I think this is where biggest like point of division is. Mm-hmm. So the first question. I already know how I feel about it I th- would assume a lot of people would be on my camp but is it unethical to use a deceased person's AI generated voice to make music
1: hmm, my thought on it is yes at the moment
0: I would say absolutely
1: especially because like these a lot of these people died before AI even existed like they had no mm-hmm. concept no consent to like using my voice after death
0: like, right and it's not like any of their family members would own that they are rights to their voice so Mm -hmm. so yeah i would say it is unethical i did see again like you know how you said in last episode that kanye's been one of the ones that people have been he's not dead obviously but there have been some people that had biggie rap tupac songs ai generated versions of them and then tupac rap biggie songs which it's like funny because obviously they were like that was the whole east coast west coast rap Mm -hmm. battles but also i don't think it's okay
1: yeah i don't know that it's it's definitely like it's gonna be a lot of uh philosophizers philosophers you know discussing this in the near future i would imagine i mean how do you feel about like ai using the voice of alive people without their consent
0: i still i don't like it i mean i think it's unethical without their consent Mm -hmm. but one thing i did want to talk about i guess before we move past this question is one of the like it was part of the lost tapes of the 27 club which was was an initiative by a Canada-based mental health charity called Over the Bridge, but it released a bunch of novel tracks made by AI's program Magenta, which is one of the Google ones, Mm -hmm. and it was all by performers who died at the age of 27, so think of like Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, stuff like that, and I'm like, that just seems...
1: Yeah, something just doesn't sit right. Like, I get the idea, and I guess this one was for a good cause? you know, yeah, kind but of, it seems but weird. it's just, it's just something feels off about it. Doesn't it?
0: Yeah. Completely agree. Okay. Next question is using chat GPT or other sorts of chat bots to make lyrics any different than hiring a ghostwriter you posed this earlier in the episode so i kind of want to get your thoughts on it
1: yeah i don't think it is
0: i don't think it is either
1: i don't know i mean again i don't think the tools are at a good enough state where you can just like say write me this song and it writes a banger like it's (laughs) it's not going to do that so but in my mind no i mean it's the same like there's already issues with like ghostwriting nowadays with like major names in the music industry trying to bully ghostwriters into like them credit yeah which is i definitely want to talk about in a future episode
0: wow but if like they didn't write it they shouldn't get credit i know
1: i i agree because yeah. I, I have no problem with ghostwriting or people not writing their own songs i just want you to be open and honest exactly about yeah. so no, i don't be fake in my mind it should be the same thing with virtual songs like if you didn't if you know just disclose hey i use this tool like i don't think anyone's gonna care yeah i mean mean, it's the
0: same as writing a paper in any sort of class like you're using your sources you cite those sources and the teacher's like good job you found these sources Mm -hmm. we use sources all the time what you
1: didn't come up with this idea all on your own you had to find a citation for it exactly oh
0: okay Next question, and this is somewhat similar, but is sampling music any different than using AI-generated vocals? Yes. It is different.
1: Yeah. Well, because sampling, you, again, have to pay royalties for. Right. You know, and at this time, people are not paying money to the artists to generate their voice, unless, unless you're like you're Grimes, Grimes <laughs> selling the rights to it, which, again, I think is the way to, if you want to get ahead of it and get some money off of it, that's, that's the way to go. <laughs>
0: So to you, it's all about like getting the author, authorships, authority, authority. Yeah.
1: I mean, I think in my mind, people have a right to their voice and like Mm -hmm. what they've built with it. Like, I don't think people have a right to their style in some sense. Like this kind of goes back to art. Artists can copyright specific pieces of artwork, but they can't copyright their style. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it kind of holds true with music and stuff. You can copyright your song. You've built your repertoire reputation off oh sorry i don't i don't know what the right word would be in this sense you've built your brand around your voice and your music yeah and so if someone can just copy that and make like a quick buck off of you without your permission that also doesn't sit right to me
0: i i agree i completely maybe you
1: want to sell it that's that's fine if you're giving your consent to it
0: yeah i did find an article that basically was talking about how back in the day things like sampling were shot down Is cheating Mm -hmm. and now so in 2022 one in five hits on the billboard top 100 were sample based so it's like back in the day people didn't like sampling and now it's like commonplace and today people don't like ai generated vocals maybe in a couple years it's likely to become as common Mm -hmm. so okay next and final question before we go into a very funny segment but is using AI chatbots like ChatGPT to write songs plagiarizing? And the reason that I'm posing this question is, like you said, the data, machine learning, and the data sets that it takes from can be taking lyrics exactly from a song. Mm-hmm. So th- that's why I'm posing the question: Is it plagiarizing without get if you don't cite the credit?
1: So this this goes back into some of the legal study I did on the issue. It's gonna I'm gonna go back to my first answer: It depends.
0: Oh my god! Thank you, Legal Eagle. I know
1: it. You you can't call like the whole. You can't call the process of it plagiarizing using this tool as plagiarizing. Copyright or, or theft of of something is considered on a case by case basis.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Say you have a piece of art, Van Gogh or
0: Monet, Da Vinci, or something. Picasso.
1: Van Gogh is the one that's used in a bunch of examples because he had a very distinct style. Right. If someone uses an AI thing to generate a piece of art in the style of Van Gogh. Is that considered copyright infringement? Well, it depends. Does it look a lot like one of his specific drawings? Or did they just use his style to create something new?
0: So, so okay, in the Legal Eagle video, they use the example of a Van Gogh-styled robot, which obviously Van Gogh didn't draw, to my knowledge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'm not an art connoisseur. Maybe we should ask my sister. But So that, that kind of goes into what you're saying?
1: Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So you can't say, oh, you use used ai to generate this and make have it mimic van gogh's style therefore it's copyright infringement no that's not how it works there's the copyright infringement in the sense that you may have been scraping all his art without his permission i mean he's been dead for a long time right but in the sense you have to look at the end product the art itself or in our case of music the song itself mm-hmm. to see if it's copyright infringement does it have lyrics that it pulled completely from another song like without a certain uh transformative process going through is there is the beat exactly line up yeah those are the questions that are gonna have to be answered to know if that song this new generated song specifically infringes on infringes on, that on an old copyright if it's plagiarism hmm. so really it's gonna have to be answered on a case-by-case basis in my mind you can't just say you used this tool you went through this process therefore it's plagiarism yeah you got to look at the end result because say i tried copying i don't know a drake song i'm going to use that because he's the one that's been caught but it sounds nothing like it and i sound like my voice doesn't sound anything like his yeah you know if i don't use any of his lyrics and i don't use any of his beats and my voice is some squeaky little mouse yeah. compared to his. No, they're not gonna say I plagiarized him, even though I used this tool and I was trying to copy him. Yeah. I did such a bad job that no, I can't be plagiarizing
0: yeah. him. That's it's funny that you mentioned that, because that brings me to the last question that I had. But when you were talking about like mimicking an artist or whatever and sounding like nothing like them or whatever, is it how is it gonna be to someone's reputation say i was trying to use eminem's generated vocals to write a rap song but it's the lyrics are something that might damage his reputation if if he was saying just a bunch of like racist remarks in that ai generated song and then people Thought, oh, that's a real Eminem, and it started damaging his reputation. What is going to be the legality of that?
1: I mean, that that's getting into like because like that's defamation. That's getting into like deepfake territory. I wouldn't really say it's
0: is it defamation.
1: I don't know. I don't know if there's a good answer to that at the moment because that's the same as like there's deepfake videos of politicians saying things that they haven't. Well, there was a whole interview recently of Elon Musk, yeah, and it's funny tesla tried using a deepfake argument in defense of elon musk and it blew up spectacularly in their face uh they were basically saying elon can't be held accountable for his statements because he has the possibility of getting deepfaked therefore you can't know what's what he said was real and what wasn't and the judge just ripped Ripped, into them Hmm. for that defense but i don't know i mean if I think it'd be defamation if someone makes that and says, oh, this is a video or this is audio of Eminem saying saying all this stuff. Defamation has a a clear legal standard.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: So again, not a lawyer, but like there's a couple different things that have to lead into it. It's got to be like a fake or false statement that is Mm -hmm. coming off as fact. So it can't just be like, oh, you know, I don't like Elon. I think he does all these bad things. It has to be... Oh, I know for a fact, you know, Elon has done this thing that's really not true. It has to be widespread. Like it can't just be something in my thoughts, like something I have to communicate (laughs) out. You know, it has to actually harm their reputation in some sense, I believe. Right. And I think there's a higher standard when it's someone famous, too.
0: Oh yeah, when it's
1: a celebrity, then uh, than an average person, yeah, like illegally, I'm saying there's there's oh. a higher standard, oh, of, of different things that need to be met. It's like there has to be some amount of fault, like either purposeful intent or negligence in spreading the statement. Like if you. If you find out that it's false and you keep spreading the information. And the only reason I have some knowledge on this is because of all the Fox News lawsuit and right. stuff that just happened recently. Again, from our good friend, Legal Eagle. Eagle. Eagle.
0: Okay, so with that, we did have all these questions, and we're probably going to have a lot more. You may or may not agree with what we're saying, which is totally fine. But before we get into where you can tell us if you absolutely hated this episode or loved it, we have something kind of fun okay okay so like i said i believe i said this in part one if not i definitely said this in this episode but i was playing around with chat gpt myself and i actually asked the chat bot to write a verse about paulina and gerald making a podcast episode on chat gpt <laughs> and so will you give me a beat boom boom Paulina and Gerald, a dynamic duo they make, embarking on a podcast for wisdom's sake. Their topic of choice, the JAT-GPT profound, unraveling its secrets, exploring uncharted ground. With mics in hand and hearts full of curiosity, they dive deep into the realm of AI's ferocity. Paulina with wit asks questions so bold, while Gerald with insight uncovers stories untold. They start the episode, their voices in sync, discussing GPT's prowess, mind-boggling to think from its vast knowledge language it can weave. They marvel at wonders it can conceive. They ponder its origins, the data it's fed, how it learns from text as if it's being bred. But caution creeps in as they reflect on the power of an AI so advanced, growing by the hour. They muse on ethics, the responsibility they hold to use this technology wisely, they've been told. Paulina raises concerns about bias and control, while Gerald seeks solutions for a future that's whole. Their conversation flows like a river, serene navigating the complexities of this AI machine. Together they ponder their thoughts intertwined as they strive for understanding with open minds. Paulina and Gerald a podcasting pair. Wookoo,
1: wookoo, Word. <laughs> hey, that was pretty good. Thank you.
0: The rap like just flowed so well.
1: Uh, I would like to hear this read as a Dr. Seuss rhyme. Oh That's how gosh. I want hear it. <laughs>
0: Well, I didn't want to read it like Dr. Seuss, and then people would be like, You guys are a music podcast. <laughs> so, with that, I hope you guys liked our very own usage of ChatGPT for a rap and gerald please tell everyone where they can roast us
1: yeah roast us in our email again bad feedback directed towards paulina if you want to tell her how (laughs) much you hated that rap if you want to say how much you loved it send that to gerald yeah but you can do that at educate.your.earbuds at gmail.com you can also reach out to us via instagram or tiktok instagram is educate.your.earbuds.pod and TikTok is educate.your.earbuds. If you thought, if you liked this episode- or And the rap <laughs> And the rap We would definitely appreciate you sharing this with friends, giving it a five stars, reviewing it. It really does help. It yes. helps us bring you more podcasts like this every week.
0: And then episodes drop weekly somewhat regularly on Sundays, but sometimes earlier, sometimes later. We are on Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, iHeart Podcasts. And probably a couple others. So with that.
1: Thanks for listening.
0: Bye, y'all.